show you've always wanted. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. From preps to pros. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Looking forward to this weekend as some great college basketball on both the men's and women's side set to take place. Uh, Middle Tennessee State is hosting Southern Illinois, as we mentioned earlier. That's a 6 p.m. tip on uh, tonight, actually. And if you are looking for anything else going on, uh, Ole Miss and Sanford are playing right now <laughs> on on SEC Network Plus. But what we are interested in, tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon, on ESPN2, what I believe is probably the... Well, I guess I put them in categories yesterday. The mutual respect rivalry. (laughs) Rather than the pure hatred rivalry. (laughs) Is Stanford coming to TBA to take on Tennessee, the number three ranked Cardinal against the number seven ranked Vols. Lady Vols. Lady Vols. Yeah. And this is a big game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to to checking it out. But uh, I really don't I, – I don't have it as much history with this. I, I know it's a big rivalry. I know – I mean, you you probably dealt with it a lot more than than anybody else has. I mean, you, you kind of lived it at least for a couple of years, right? Three. A oh, couple, few. Yeah. What's yeah. the difference? Mm-hmm. What's a year? Hey, yeah. Yeah. Um, big win, uh, a big game for, for Kelly Harper, who is 0 for 3 thus far against Stanford. So looking to break through in this rivalry with a with a win on UT's home floor that would also take them to 10 and 0 on the season. So and would be their third win over a top 25 program. To this point. So. There you go. Well, in order to get some analysis, some, re- some in, real information, we should bring in an analyst. What do you say? There you go. <laughs> Former UGA coach uh, Andy Landers joins us now here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day. Coach, thanks for taking some time and uh, welcome in. It's a pleasure, fellas. Good to be with you today. Coach, before we go any further, I, I told a friend of mine that we were going to have you on today, and he told me to be sure and tell you that Sharon Perkins said hello. Uh, well, <laughs> who the, did you see? <laughs> uh, um, Chris Perkins, Sharon's husband, and um, Sharon is the former Georgia assistant now at Georgia Southern with softball. Chris and I go yeah. way back, and so I, I am – uh, I'm. I hope he's listening. He's probably listening, but um, I, I wanted to make sure that he knew that you were going to be on with us today, and it's really a pleasure to to have you on our airwaves today, Coach. Um, what do you see in this UT Stanford game? I mean, again, Stanford coming in number three. They're seven and two overall. The Vols, Lady Vols, on a roll under Kelly. Um, 
back in the top 10 for the first time in what, three years? Was that what we said the other day? So big game and even bigger for UT in light of where they've been over the last little bit, I would think. Yeah, I think it's a big game for both teams for different reasons that, you know, Stanford's dropped a couple of, of games already this year. And, prior to the season was one of the two or three favorites uh, to make it back to the final four and play for the national championship. So, you know, for, for them, I think it's important that they get a win like this, particularly on the road. And I think their losses already this year were road losses. I'm not certain about that, but, uh, or at least neutral floor losses. Um, and then for, for Tennessee, uh, trying to reestablish themselves that, you know, since, since Pat's retirement, they have flirted with being really good. They, they have been in the polls. They've been highly ranked. But at the end of the day, uh, I think more than anything else, probably a little bit disappointing. So, you know, for them to be able to win a game like this, uh, I think for Tennessee, it, it might signal the return of the Lady Vols uh, and, and on the national scene. It, it amazes me, really, uh, how much of the luster has been lost with with Tennessee women's basketball with the Lady Vols. Uh, you know, we went through decades of just pure excellence, always in the hunt, never could count them out, uh, dominance in the Southeastern Conference, uh, teams for years, uh, went without ever having beaten Tennessee. And I think, not certain, but I think, that now every team in the Southeastern Conference just in the last six, seven years has beaten Tennessee uh, and several of them in Knoxville, which was something that it's hard to, it was hard for me to imagine uh, having lived through the Summit era. Uh, you know, it's just, it's amazing uh, what's happened there. So I think it's a big game. The Stanford game is a big game for Tennessee. Uh, trying to reestablish themselves on the national scene. And Coach, it's interesting that you say that. And and having watched SEC women's basketball, having covered SEC women's basketball, I, I don't know how much of it – well, I know some of it was Tennessee, but I also know that some of it has been the rise of Mississippi State and South Carolina and Arkansas coming into the league and that kind of thing. And I don't know how you – you know, determine how much of it was Tennessee falling off and how much of it was those other programs coming on, but it does seem like all of well, that took place at the same time. I don't I, I don't discount the fact that Mississippi State made a good run. I, I, certainly South Carolina has made an excellent run, but uh, again, having lived it, mm -hmm. you know, we in Tennessee – both played uh, for the national championship. We went to five Final Fours during Tennessee's years of dominance. Uh, 
uh, LSU went to the Final Four two, three times during that time. Ole Miss was excellent. Auburn went to the Final Four, played for the national championship twice during Tennessee's dominance. So, you know, you go all the way back to the 80s. I mean, mm-hmm. there were years when, when we and Tennessee both were ranked, Georgia and Tennessee both were ranked in the top five in the country. So there's always been credible competitors in the Southeastern Conference. Even when Pat had it rolling, uh, there, there wasn't a, a given. Uh, it wasn't a given that they would win the league. They had to go through at least two teams to get that done. And those two teams were good enough to get to the Final Four and oftentimes did. So the league, the players, uh, meaning teams, the, the teams have changed, albeit Mississippi State, South Carolina. But the challenge, I think, was the same for Pat that it's been for Holly and, and for Kelly. What do you like about Kelly in that spot, Coach, now in her fourth year? Well, I, you know, having coach, I try not to judge coaches. I, I know how hard a job it is. I, I think that they've made some progress. I think uh, the thing that in order to get back to that level where you're going to compete uh, for national championships year in, year out, you have to recruit at the highest level. Uh, you have to have the best players. Uh, you know, it, it's it's no mystery. When we were a Final Four team, we had All-Americans and National Players of the Year. Uh, Tennessee uh, had the same. And now South Carolina is doing that. And in order to, to be back at that same level, I do think the recruiting um, will, will need to go up uh, another notch. Coach, it's interesting that you mentioned that because Tennessee's best player is hurt, and they've done most of their damage this year without Ray Burrell, and that's impressive. You know that, yeah, it, it really is. Um, but you know, you you look at what happened. Uh, I, I scratched my head for two years with Horston because Horston coming out of high school out of Ohio. Uh, she's now a junior as to why she didn't perform at a higher level. And now that Ray Burrell is, is out, I think she's been forced to do that as well as development. I'm sure there's some coaching and development that has taken place in the last two years. But, you know, by and large, as, as a top player, and at one time she was ranked the number one player, in the country, if you go back and look at her last two years, it's been kind of disappointing. Uh, so she has emerged now. And when Ray gets back, uh, when Burrell gets back, I think it, it, it could really be a great thing for Tennessee that, you know, you don't ever want a, a, a player, an athlete to be hurt or injured, but, that that may be the silver lining in Ray Burrell's injury. Their, their Horston has started to play the way a lot of people thought she should be playing. 
Jordan Horston, one of two players for the Lady Vols, averaging nearly a double-double, 15.6 points, 9.5 rebounds per game. Tamari Key with 9.7 points and 10.2 rebounds heading into this Stanford matchup. And we're speaking here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today with former Georgia coach, current ESPN analyst, Andy Landers. And, um, Coach, we've got a um, question that has come to us from Facebook someone asking your thoughts on first-year Vanderbilt coach Shea Ralph. Well, you know, again, I, I try to stay out of the business of evaluating, particularly this early. You know, mm. Shea's only been on the job seven or eight, nine months. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what she has done with the team that she was that, that she inherited has been impressive. I think she's done a very good job with that group. Uh, and I'm anxious to see where she can take it. I, I think uh, most people would agree that Vanderbilt is a unique job, and, and some would argue that it's a difficult job uh, because of the academic standards and the restrictions that they have about who you can get into school and who you can't. So if if she understands, if, if Shay understands who, who is out there in that recruiting pool that can get in, that can vote, get into to Vanderbilt uh, and, and succeed academically at Vanderbilt and play at a high level? We know that it's been done before. Jim Foster was excellent for years at Vanderbilt. Melanie Balkum was excellent for years at Vanderbilt. We know that it's doable. But it, it, it's a challenge. And all I can say at this point is what she's done so far has been impressive. Coach Andy Landers, thanks so much for taking some time with us today. A uh, fantastic information. We appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, guys. Anytime. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk men's hoops with Vanderbilt standout, Drew Maddox, and now current analyst for SEC Network. So there you go. Stick around after this.